We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Striking Gold, your 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Network. My name is Rob Lauder. I cover the 49ers for all of you fine folks on the other end of the speaker. And some breaking news for y'all. Some very, very breaking news. The 49ers have traded for Carolina Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. Yes, that Christian McCaffrey, per ESPN's Adam Schefter, Huge news, absolutely massive news that kind of took the NFL world by storm right in the closing stages of Thursday night football. Unreal, unreal. Now, quick backstory on this podcast right now. I'm sure you can already tell from the audio quality that things are not normal, and they're not normal. I was about an hour away, I am about an hour away from my house at a sprint car race in Tulare, California when the news broke. And I said, damn, I'm not going to get home until midnight. And then I'm going to have to record a podcast talking about Christian McCaffrey. I was totally down, by the way. But then as I stood there, I was like, well, you know, the race still has probably a couple hours left. Why don't I just go record this shit right now? So I went into into the truck in the parking lot. And I realized this shit is still way too loud. You could totally hear the sprint cars and the announcer in the background. So I started up the truck, pulled out of the parking lot. Keep in mind that I'm with my dad and my brother. We're all in the same car. If they wanted to leave right now, they could not. And I drove down the street a little ways until I could get out of the noise. I'm sitting in McDonald's parking lot. You will probably still hear cars coming by. And hopefully no one comes up to the window like someone just did earlier. I was parked in like a real low-key area of town. Probably not a place I should have been parked. And a guy just walks up and stands about a foot outside the window. Kind of motions for me. Wait, I don't know if it was a wave. And then just keeps on walking. So I was like, maybe I should be somewhere else. Anyways, that tells you how much Striking Gold 
means to me. I am literally willing to put myself at risk in less than the desirable situations and locations around town to bring you this news. So let's get back to the news. Running back Christian McCaffrey is now a San Francisco 49er. The 49ers gave up their second round pick, their third round pick, and their fourth round pick in 2023, and their fifth round pick in 2024, which is not cheap. Now, the rumors we heard as Christian McCaffrey trades were being discussed was that he was going to be available, but the Panthers were seeking multiple first-round picks. Now, no one was ever biting that, but it wouldn't have surprised me if a first-round pick was involved. It's clear that the Panthers did not get that. Thank you, Motorcycle Man. And the 49ers still giving up a lot. Like, there is no questioning that is a lot of draft capital. That tells me that another team, multiple teams, I believe I read on Twitter that the Rams were in on it, the Bills were in on it at one point, and the 49ers ended up winning out. Now, again, that is pricey, but I do not blame the 49ers one bit for willing, being willing to give up that amount of draft capital for a player like Christian McCaffrey. Now, when it comes to salary and what Christian McCaffrey was owed, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that he was getting paid somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 million, but he's not. Per Tom Pelissero, the 49ers owe Christian McCaffrey just $690,000 for the remainder of the 2022 season. I'm assuming a lot of his salary cap was converted into a signing cap bonus or a signing bonus, which the Panthers had either already paid or have already committed to paying, and the 49ers aren't on the hook for that. That's just a guess. Y'all know how that salary cap stuff works. It can be a little wild. He's on the books for $12 million in 2023, $12 million in 2024, and $12 million in 2025, with just $1 million guaranteed for injury, which I think is fairly reasonable. I do not think that is a huge price to pay for a player as dynamic as Christian McCaffrey. Now, is it that simple? Are there risks? Of course there are. We'll get into that in a little bit. Right now, I've got a car that was literally pulling up next to me with its headlights on me. I don't know what they're doing. They're having a little parking lot meetup. I have to actually paying attention to what's going on around me. So uh, I don't know Tulare. I don't know the good areas of town. I don't know the bad areas of town. I'm just trying to figure out what everybody's doing right now. And right now, two cars are stopping next to me. They don't really know what they're doing. We'll see. All right, anyways, continuing. So I thought the salary part of the deal was reasonable. I, it wasn't as much as I thought it was. So I'm not really fretting that part too much. Now, I guess that depends widely on your opinion and what you think a running back's worth and what you think a running back should be paid. There's obviously plenty of people that are going to reside on all ends of the spectrum when in terms of what they're paying for running backs. But in terms of what Christian McCaffrey can bring a team, I thought it was relatively reasonable. Now I've got another car pulling up next to the car that just pulled up next to me. I don't know what y'all are doing, but it seems weird why they did it. Obviously, the most important part of this conversation is why the 49ers traded for running back Christian McCaffrey. And I think that many of you guys are going to be able to piece this together yourselves. But y'all saw what happened against the Falcons 
last Sunday. The 49ers put up 14 points. Now, their their defense was very depleted. We got that. Nobody was surprised to see the Falcons move the ball with reasonable success against the 49ers defense that was missing a massive chunk of, of its firepower, Nick Bosa included. It's the offense that somehow in this in this situation has started to just fall short. And and it's it's a bit tough to quantify why, yes, Trent Williams not being there is a massive piece. But the 49ers have dealt with that in the past and they've seemed to adapt fairly successfully. You've got a little bit of shuffling on the offensive line. You know, Mike McGlinchey was in and out, he was out for the second half. That's a significant thing. It's not to be ignored. But in terms of overall skill position players, the offense has Jimmy Garoppolo. Running back Jeff Wilson Jr. was playing admirable football minus a a fumble return for a touchdown. You've got fullback Kyle Yushik. You've got wide receiver Debo Samuel. You've got wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. You've got tight end George Kittle. There is, And you've got an offensive play caller with a hell of a lot of a clout in Kyle Shanahan. Yet somehow, that team was only able to put up 14 points, both touchdowns which were scored in the second quarter. You had three quarters of scoreless football from the 49ers. And that, in my opinion, given what Kyle Shanahan has been been brought up to be, what he is, what he's shown he can do, what the league thinks of him, 14 points is no excuse. The offense has to do better. And the 49ers know that. Now, again, some injuries may change the dynamic of the 49ers defense. You've lost Emmanuel Mosley. Charvarius Ward is dealing with a groin injury. Nick Bosa is dealing with a groin injury. Now, both of those have a good chance of playing this weekend against the Chiefs. Whew, that's a matchup we haven't even talked about yet. It's easy to see why the 49ers feel that they have to hold up their end of the bargain when it comes to the offense. They've done a stellar job of building up this roster. They've done a stellar job of creating an elite elite defense. Hopefully injuries don't derail that too much. But it's easy to see why the 49ers feel like, look, we are in a great position I know this is Jimmy Garoppolo out here. We may have wanted to move on from him, but he's in. We've gone to the Super Bowl with him before. We may be, you know, they need some injury luck to fall their way. We may be a better team than we were in 2019. Can Christian McCaffrey be that extra step? Is he what pushes them over that precipice and takes that offense from floundering that should be good to great. We'll see. He certainly has the skill set to do that. The 49ers believe they can go to the Super Bowl with this roster, but they just need a little bit more. Should they need a little bit more? I don't know. I felt like the 49ers already had the firepower to win games, but then you watch them play against the Falcons and it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't, and it's kind of a weird dichotomy right now. They're in a weird situation where 
You feel like Kyle Shanahan still should have the pieces he needs to produce points, but it's not happening. And it seems like the 49ers realize that. And they're like, look, he's available. We can watch some other team trade for him again. Could you imagine if it was the Rams? Could you imagine the reaction? And if the 49ers got whimmed that the Rams were in on it, there was no way they were going to allow themselves to lose that negotiation. You can probably, even though, despite the fact that I'm a couple miles away, you could probably faintly hear the sprint cars in the background right now. Incredibly loud beasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, the 49ers have added some serious firepower into this mix. Now, right off the bat, we know the drawbacks of a Christian McCaffrey. We know the risks. All of you guys know that while you're listening to me say this. We'll get to that later. Right now, let's talk about the seal set. Because Christian McCaffrey is an outstanding running back, and he's an outstanding pass catcher. He is an incredible talent. I don't want that to be overshadowed by anything else, at least right now. We'll get into the we'll get into the downsides. You're talking about a player that if he were on the 49ers right now, Christian McCaffrey would be the 49ers leading receiver. Christian McCaffrey right now has 33 catches for 277 yards and a touchdown. In terms of at least just receptions, Christian McCaffrey would be leading the 49ers. Debo Samuel, 27 catches. Brandon Ayuk, 25 catches. George Kittle, 25 catches. Debo Samuel would be leading that group. Excuse me, I was counting targets. Well, at least at some point I switched to targets. Debo Samuel, 27. Brandon Ayuk, 25. George Kittle, 19. Juwan Jennings, 12. Christian McCaffrey would be your 49ers leading reception would you be your 49ers leader in receptions in this moment? Which is a hell of a concept to add a receiver or add a playmaker that would also that would already be leading the team in receptions. In addition to that, you know, you're talking about a running back here. Christian McCaffrey already has, let's see here, 85 carries for 393 yards and two scores. He's averaging 4.6 yards per carry. Very, very, very solid numbers. Let's see where that that goes, ranks with 49ers running backs. 
Jeff Wilson Jr. is averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Elijah Mitchell was averaging 6.8, but he only had six carries before he went down. So, and, and you're talking about he's entering into an offense that you would expect to be drastically better than, than whatever the Carolina Panthers were putting on the field with Baker Mayfield. I mean, that was abysmal. So a huge, a huge step up for both the 49ers and Christian McCaffrey in terms of what that team is now available to do, capable of doing, thanks to the addition of a, of a playmaker like that. This also just takes a little bit of the heat off Debo Samuel. Is he gonna still going to be the wide back? I, I, I believe so, yeah, because it's just another look to give defenses. But now you've got a player capable of playing the game in a Debo Samuel-esque way. Is Christian McCaffrey as physical as Debo Samuel? Can he break tackles as well as Debo Samuel? Probably not. I mean, Debo Samuel is one of one. But you've got another player in the backfield that defenses have to respect completely in regards to what they can do on the ground and in the pass game. The 49ers offense is going to consist of Jimmy Garoppolo, Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. That is a group of groups. That is one hell of a skill group. Now, it is obviously on Kyle Shanahan to turn that into a points machine. Because after we saw 14 points against the Falcons, I mean, they had that entire group I just listed, minus Christian McCaffrey, and still only managed 14 points against the Falcons. That just can't happen. And the 49ers are staring down a matchup against the Chiefs, and they've got to figure out how to put some points on the board. Christian McCaffrey is one way to do that. Now, what's funny about the Christian McCaffrey, part of this, the aspect of this that had me cracking up was, Jimmy Garoppolo loves to throw the ball within 5 to 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. Loves it. Loves it. Christian McCaffrey is going to catch the ball within 5 to 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. Those two are a match made in heaven. I cannot wait to see Jimmy Garoppolo constantly throw the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Maybe the 49ers will run a damn screen every now and then. We'll see. But man, those seem tailor-made in heaven. Jimmy Garoppolo, I like to throw the the ball within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. Now, I will defend the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo has looked far more aggressive this year than he has, thank you, motorcycle man, than he has in previous years. He's chucking the ball down the field, and I love to see it. But in terms of the heart of hearts, Jimmy Garoppolo and Christian McCaffrey were made for each other. So I'm looking forward to seeing how those two pair up in the 49ers offense. Now, right now, having Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team, I've got to figure out if he's going to play for the 49ers on Sunday. And if he is, is he going to put up anything, any points not knowing half the playbook? We'll see. I'll probably start him anyways, just for the hell of it. But man, exciting addition. Exciting, 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 exciting. I can't even say exciting right. I'm so excited. Addition. I like it. I like the aggressiveness. I like the fact that the 49ers were just not going to sit back and watch someone else steal a, a playmaker from under them. And again, if the Rams rumors were true, 
man, I can't imagine what the what the the vibes were like in that building. Now, there are risks. There's quite a bit of risk. Let's first talk about the amount the 49ers have invested into running backs. You've got a third round pick in running backs over the last two years. Both of which the 49ers traded up for. Last draft, the 49ers took two third, fourth round picks and turned them into a third round pick to select Ty Davis Price. The year before that, can't remember how much they gave up to trade up for Trey Sermon, but I believe they traded up for Trey Sermon. They might not have. But we know the 49ers be spending draft capital on running backs like crazy. And then they used a sixth rounder to draft Elijah Mitchell, which nobody's faulting them for that. That's been a great pick. Now the 49ers have traded a second, third, and fourth round draft pick this year, a fifth round draft pick in 2024 for a running back. They are very invested in running backs. A lot of them. So you're hoping... I mean, the 49ers know exactly what they're getting in Christian McCaffrey, but are the injuries going to be a problem? Let's jump over to that. Again, on an iPhone, moving around. Not exactly easy to switch between tabs, but I'm working on it. In September of 2020, McCaffrey suffered a right ankle sprain, and he'd missed six games. In November of 2020, the same year, He injured his shoulder on the last drive of their Week 9 loss to the Chiefs, and he missed four more games due to that injury. And then in December of 2020, a month later, he strained his thigh and missed four more games. Then you're into 2021. He suffered a hamstring strain in his Week 3 win over the Texans, and he missed five games. And then in late November, he suffered another ankle sprain, and that ruled him out for the rest in, in rest of the season. Christian McCaffrey, ooh, now I get a train? Oh, you guys are just in for a treat. Please don't honk your train horn for like many, many minutes. <laughs> I'm sure that is so loud through these headphones. So I, I drove two miles down the road to avoid the sound of sprint cars, and what happens? A train comes rolling by. Hopefully, y'all can just appreciate the humor behind this and kind of not fault me for uh, for managing to find a train for the second time today. I don't even want to tell that story. So to sum it up, Christian McCaffrey played in 16 games as a rookie, 16 games in 2018, 16 games in 2019, and then three in 2020, seven in 2021, and he's played in six so far in 2022. So there are two years there with some injury issues. Could those be behind him? Absolutely. Ankle sprains, shoulder sprains, you know, that doesn't necessarily speak to an injury-prone player. That stuff kind of happens, but then the, the thigh strain, the hamstring strain, those kind of give you a little bit of pause, you know, the soft tissue injuries. But are you know are those soft tissue injuries from coming back from another injury? It, it kind of can be a snowball effect. But we'll see. There is injury risk with, with Christian McCaffrey, 
pretty sure I just said Christian McCaffrey. But, I mean, it's Christian McCaffrey. There goes the train, by the way. It's Christian McCaffrey, folks. Like, the 49ers are in a position where they can go deep into the playoffs if things go their way. Now, again, this can't, the, the team that just lost to the Falcons is not a playoff team. Hopefully, a lot of those players come back from injury. Everything stays healthy. And then you're adding offensive firepower. That makes for an exciting team. Things aren't just being laid out in front of them with a perfect little path to, to, uh, to the playoffs. But it's certainly a reality. It certainly can happen. The NFC West is wide open. And winning the NFC West guarantees you to the, a path to the playoff. And with the 49ers in the playoffs, they just have a way. We saw it last year. Going into the Cowboys, going into Green Bay, the 49ers just find a way. And I appreciate the fact that this team was willing to just put some chips into the table and make a move. Did they pay too much? Maybe. You could say yes, you could say no. Does it really matter? Nope, they paid it. You can see what they're paying for. It's right in front of you. There are risks, but there is a hell of a lot of reward, and I appreciate the fact that the 49ers are willing to go after it. It has been since my Niners Wire days where I have been writing about what Kyle Shanahan could do with like with a running back like Christian McCaffrey. He was my choice over Solomon Thomas. That's not revisionist history. It's literally on the internet. And I like the fact that the 49ers actually went and did it. They went and did it. You know, and I, just like I appreciated the fact when they went and traded up for Trey Lance. You saw an opportunity. You saw a, a chance to, to make a bold move. And they took it. And I don't think NFL teams do that enough. And we've seen the Rams did it. It finally paid off. Now, they're going through it this year. We'll see if, if they can get their feet under them. But I enjoy the fact that the 49ers made this move. The majority of the investment is in this year's draft, in those second, third, and fourth round picks. And shit, we know the 49ers were going to take a running back with one of those picks anyways that they probably weren't going to like in some weird reality where that happens all the time. I'm not sure why. So if you're an optimist and you want to say, and no, the 49ers only gave up a second and a fourth this year for Christian McCaffrey because we both know they were going to waste that third rounder on a running back anyways. I mean, it's funny. Probably not true, especially after doing it two years in a row, but I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. So again, just to recap, the 49ers have traded for Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. They gave up a second this year a third this year, a fourth this year, and a fifth next year. Hell of a move. Hell of a move. Now, the 49ers have been given a bevy of third-round picks in exchange for their coaching moves when it comes to Robert Sala, Mike McDaniel, and you could probably make a very solid guess that D'Amico Rhymes is the next, um, I'm not sure what the appropriate term is, minority person of color, uh, head coach, that is, or that coach that's going to get promoted within the 49ers system to another organization. The D'Amico Ryan's being a head coach just seems absolutely inevitable. So the 49ers are going to get a little draft capital back and uh, we'll see where they go from here. But for now they're getting a very, very solid playmaker. That's going to, that should create fireworks in this, in this team. And obviously knock it on the steering wheel. You pray for health. 
You pray for health through the 49ers team as a whole. You pray for health for running back Christian McCaffrey. And you just hope that you get to see what Kyle Shanahan wants out of this offense with a playmaker as dynamic as McCaffrey. You can, you can see the Jimmy Garoppolo passes now. They're just right there. I already got a fantasy, I already got a trade offer from somebody else in my fantasy league. Probably trying to lowball me. Get out of here. All right, guys. I think that's it. I think maybe we're getting up close to 30 minutes. And 30 minutes of, of me sitting in a, uh, a dark neighborhood with a man tapping on my window who I, I waved at and that was it. Slash McDonald's. Now, hey, 49ers Chiefs on Sunday. I'd be remiss if I didn't even mention it. Hell of a matchup. I do not think the Chiefs are unbeatable. I think that the 49ers can can match up well with them. They're hoping to get Trent Williams back, who returned to practice. That seems like a long shot, given the you know, severity of his high ankle sprain and the fact that they thought they were probably going to lose him for another week or two. Nick Bosa seems very confident that he's going to play. Uh, despite the calf strain, they kind of the 49ers kind of alluded to the fact that Nick Bosa could have played last week, um, but they just felt like they could rest him. Turns out they couldn't, but it is what it is. We'll see if Charvarius Ward is back in the lineup, also dealing with a calf strain. Keep an eye out tomorrow on the Friday injury reports, and we'll see where the 49ers go from here. The Chiefs are coming at it with with a lot of firepower. You know, they may not have Tyreek Hill anymore. But Travis Kelsey's having a hell of a game. Juju Smith-Susher's coming on a little bit. Nicole Hardman's still doing the thing. Like, you know, they've got Isaiah Pacheco in the backfield. They've got Clyde Edwards-Solaire, who's still playing a decent brand of football. For, uh, the Chiefs still have a, some firepower. Their offense, or their defense, just okay. Can the 49ers keep pace? Not if they play like they did against the Falcons. I'm not necessarily expecting any huge Christian McCaffrey fireworks right out the gate, given his lack of knowledge of the playbook, but it just seems so Kyle Shanahan. It's like, I just traded for this running back. I'm going to get him a touchdown in his first game here. He just showed up on Friday, and he's scoring on Sunday. That just seems like something Kyle Shanahan would do, right? Like, you know, you could just kind of see it. Oh, that dude backed out of the McDonald's parking lot and sped off. I guarantee you the McFlurry machine was broken. That was a a McFlurry machine broken back out of the driveway. Tantrum right there that we just witnessed. All right. That's got to be it for me. I, I hope this podcast was at least listenable. You know, again, I'm, I'm using some headphones in a McDonald's parking lot with a train rolling by, with a sprint car race down the street. I mean, every, every I got horns talking. I, I got motorcycles driving by. I think I got another train coming. It is what it is, but just know that it's out of love. I'm trying to bring you guys this podcast bright and early on a Friday morning. Hell, if Tyler's feeling crazy, maybe even just instant publish on a, on a Thursday evening. I don't know. But just know that all the stupid and annoying noises and the lack of mic quality that you're hearing is out of love from me to you. Okay? Just think of it that way. Thank you for listening to Striking Gold. Thank you for enduring through this podcast. Yep, the lights are coming back on. Another train's coming. That's my cue to sign out. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 
shout out to the 49ers for, for making a bold move. Let's see if it pays off. I love it. As they say, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it, it pays off. There's the train horn. Hey, you already know what it is. I'm Rob. This is Striking Gold. And me and the train are signing out.